Welcome back to Kingdom Conversation. This is part two of our relationship series. Today we have our co-host Seth, and we also have Kaylee and Jarrett Hart with us today. So just to introduce yourselves, can you tell us how long you have been together and married? Been together one year and four months. Just hit our third month of being married. Woohoo! So, very, very newly married. Yeah, it's, it's crazy that it's been so. My name is Jared. <laughs> Hello, Jared. <laughs> All right, so to get started, we're going to just go through a series of questions and get your input on them. So, Seth, you have the first question. All right, so just give a quick uh, synopsis of how you met. Um, like example, what was your first impression of the other person who asked out who, what did you do on your first date? Um, yeah, just give us a, a brief So history. we met on a dating app named Hinge. We talked for two months before we got to actually meet because of COVID. COVID and I was, mm. I was working really late hours. Well, we were in Anchorage was in a so, lockdown. Yeah. Our first date was supposed to be at 49th State, but we went, had to go to Bear's Tooth instead because Most someone... Tooth. Because somebody uh, was working that day. We went and had pizza. And then we went to Cabela's and Target afterwards and walked around. Cute. (laughs) (laughs) Like the millennials we are. My first impression of Jarrett was he was exactly who I had been talking to for two months. Well, that's good. Because (laughs) Jarrett doesn't hide anything. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, my first impression of Kaylee was why is she listening to why is she interested in me? Like, to be honest, like I, I I've had a lot like just like I never really I wouldn't say dated, but like a lot of my relationships, I mean a lot, I've only had like two and one of them was in high school. So like yeah. like I never really like I was always at work and or at home, like and like I was never really in like never really dated anyone that much until this hinge thing started and so like when when I was Kaylee it's just like wow she's actually interested in me as a person yeah. and then like I mean the first impression though was like she's still here <laughs> <laughs> so yeah she hasn't run off yet <laughs> then she drives her after which I thought was really cool yeah that's a pretty that was cool our, so that work. was our first he asked me out he talked to me Absolutely. first because on Hinge, you, it has called prompts, and it says you pick a question or a statement, and you give an answer. And so mine was something. It's either she talked about trucks. It's or either something. like things you need to know about me, or things that get me excited. And I wrote trucks, my uh, my family, baseball, and then something else. And his first message was, well, "What kind of trucks?" <laughs> That's a good question. Well, because if she was gonna say Dodge, I wasn't interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, man. oh yeah. It's like, well, I gotta talk to her, you know, see what's, what's at the bottom of this. But before, <laughs> yeah, it's been Raptor. Yeah, 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 it's know? even better. And <laughs> yeah, what's yeah, hinge. <laughs> yeah, a lot of my stuff was like, you know, one of, I remember one of my prompts. And I was proudest of this one. Um, I see. The thing is, like, I was struggling with my weight, or still am, but like, I was losing a lot of hair. And so I didn't really do a lot of pictures of me. So, like, there was one prompt that said, what's your mug shot? You know, or, like, my mug shot. And so I took a picture of my espresso machine with my espresso machine. Oh, no. So, yeah. 
cheesy. Yep. Or like the blue oh steel. Gosh. It's like, you know, it's supposed to be you. Like, you know, like my blue steel was me literally shooting my blue steel revolver. <laughs> or I didn't think it was blue steel, but it was my revolver. And so, yeah, I, I got creative and, and pretty, pretty lame. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Um, question two. Were there things that you had to heal from in order to pursue a serious relationship? Well, what about you, Kaylee? Do you want to answer first? <laughs> Ladies first. <laughs> For me, no. I had, uh, I think I was already at that point where I had healed more than enough from the previous relationship, but also at an age where I had ma- was mature enough that I knew what I wanted, and I knew I wanted a serious relationship, and I actually told him that on the first date, that mm-hmm. I didn't date to date, that I dated to <clears throat> married, and yeah. that if that wasn't what he was looking for, that that's what exactly what I was looking for. And I didn't pull no bars back. I was too busy being dumbfounded that she's still there. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thing was, it's like in previous relationship, I had a massive I had a crisis of faith that kind of happened there. Yeah. And that's when it was like, you know, I need to make sure this is my own because, you know, I'm dating Christians and dating Christian women here because that's the, you know, the woman I want to marry is someone who shares the same beliefs as me, but I'm like, do I really believe this? And so, but that was something that kind of like, you know, it kind of buttoned down when we started dating, but it wasn't until, like, as we were approaching getting engaged when that actually became a huge thing. Yeah. Um, and so, but honestly, I, I think I was at, I was, at that time, I was very double-minded. You know, like, you, like, you know, and a lot of Christians, I mean, they describe it as backslid, but I would say double-minded, really, because you're too busy, you're like, I want to believe in God, I want to serve Him, but also this stuff that's separating me from him feels good yeah yeah. and so just you know you know i've got my gas and my brake pedal on at the same time (laughs) full full force going nowhere going nowhere burning tires and so like i think yeah i think if anything i'd say from the healing from it was just be like (laughs) like like kind of like kaylee said it's like you reach that point like when do i decide like you know i'm at a i'm at a kind of fork in the road here yeah Mm. yeah yeah pick a lane yeah you're running so, yeah, that's a good point. at what point did you know you wanted to marry the other person? How did God show you that? Well, it was probably when I proposed. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> you just knew right then and there. I don't. I don't think I had an exact point of when I knew it. I wanted Jared to be the one because there wasn't really a like. It just start. It kind of just came naturally. I think really it wasn't. God used everybody around me to show that me that he was the right one because I kept having everybody tell me the exact same thing on our side and on his side. Like, his parents were like, holy crap, you're, like, the perfect person for him. And then mom kept telling him, oh, my gosh, you're so perfect for her. Like, you fit the exact side that she needed. And so, like, that was kind of the turning point to me that I was like, okay, well, maybe this is supposed to be what's supposed mm-hmm. to happen because, like, Everyone around me kept saying the same thing, but it wasn't like they were all talking to each other. He's hot. (laughs) 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 So the people around you really made a difference. Yeah, I think God used everybody and then him fitting in like perfectly. Mom even told me that after she met him. I took him home and came back and she, or maybe it was after Ellie's birthday. Just ripped the full string in my mouth. She was like, he fits in perfectly. Like, she was like, it was a weird, it's like a missing piece that you didn't know was missing. Kind of like how Seth was when Seth came into the picture. It was like, when that person can just slide right into your family and literally 
be a piece of a puzzle that had just came in and but yet fits perfectly and you're like yeah. how does that even like it doesn't make any sense but mm-hmm. it, it makes sense yeah so yeah i think for me um it was it's a lot of kind of like kaylee said it was it was like jared i remember my dad saying jared god put her in your life and you know i wouldn't say that's necessarily mean that you know meant to marry but honestly like so towards the kaylee brought a lot of kaylee was kind of used it to shine a light onto my life in the sense of you know identifying like kind of like when you're when you bring your girlfriend over to your house, not saying you should, but what I mean is like, like when, if she ever, you know, for a clean Christian, you know, hanging out. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when you bring her over to your house and she sees, you know, the cockroaches scattering under, you know, we don't have cockroaches. I'm just using this for an illustration purpose. Of you course. Know, you know, just showing you all the, like, oh man, I am She's disgusting. showing you the dirt in your life. Just thank you. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, she's showing you the dirt in your life and, or you're kind of seeing the fact that well I can't hide this from her yeah. and that kind of you know when I started unveiling all of the stuff you know and I realized like I can't keep secrets from her you know and so I just kind of like hey you know and I laid it down down like I gave I just told her like here's some stuff and like she was you know obviously you know she you know she was like what? but like the fact you know when, when I realized I wanted to marry her because like it was when I realized that she loves me holistically yeah like she wants the best for me yeah and she she's gonna hold me accountable because she's a very independent person and that's also that's who i always wanted because if i if if you give me a groove i can slide into and a rhythm and a pattern oh man i'm gonna stick to that glue and um she would just keep challenging me and challenging me and challenging me or you know her presence there would just challenge me yeah and and it's and that was like what God uses a vessel for me to grow in Him, to grow with and grow in that, and also to grow as a human being. Because my mom, my mom told her apparently, you know, it's like we never thought we'd see Jared grow up, and I mean, in that sort of a way, like just so quickly. Because yeah. I had a lot of shortcomings, oh, yeah. you know, because I never really had anyone, any, like I was just living in my own little world, yeah. coasting. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing how like <clears throat> this is such a clear indication of how within the confines of being a Christian and pursuing an actual, like, godly relationship compared to even, like, you could could compare it to the world, which it is vastly different, but even just other Christian types of dating don't really follow a godly pattern. Well, Well, is it just a dating pattern that you just date to date? You don't date with a purpose, necessarily. Well, and I wouldn't necessarily dog on dating to dating, uh, dating to date, um, because one thing I've... um, and one thing I kind of wish I did was have a little bit more dating experience. I mean, not the, like, and what I mean is like, you know, like just being able to know how to talk to the other more sex. More the social yeah. aspect. Yeah, social the social aspect, aspect yeah. you know, like, kind of like, I mean, I look back on, Kaylee keeps showing me this picture with me and a unibrow and uh, my, uh, <laughs> my hero messed up. Uh-huh. And, um, don't show okay, okay. Like <laughs> and um, yeah it makes me shudder yeah and so like you know some of that stuff it's like i kind of wish like i'm not i'm not going to rewrite history here you know i married kaylee and i love her yeah what i mean is like with the dating today it's like a lot of christian men especially well not especially a lot of christian men and christian women you know they're kind of like we're kind of forcing them to 
you got to commit to a woman right now. You're not yes. even 21 yeah. yet. You're not even 18 I, yeah, yet. I agree. And it's like, you don't even know who you are. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, but that, that's more finding yourself, not finding. Well, and that's what I mean. It's just like, yeah. and like, I'm not, like, when I say dating to date, I mean, like, you know, actually, like, like the social aspect or kind of like, you know, you don't need to go in mm-hmm. like, you know, we're going to get married right now. You know, yeah. I mean, you should, exp- if you're going to continue the relationship, you better be doing it to get married. And I'm not, and obviously, you know, like the stuff that should stay in marriage should stay in marriage. I'm not condoning yeah. that outside of marriage. It's like this still, you basically say date in the intention to marry, but it's okay to be able to, to exercise, like knowing how to date a person. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't recommend someone date, you know, like for example, like, you know, being equally yoked. Um, when I was on Hinge, there was a lot of people that, you know, they would have claimed that they're a Christian, but it's like, I'll ask them, what would they, what, so what do you believe? Well, I'm this social issue, social issue, social uh, issue, social issue, and uh, all of it did not really align, you know, none of it really aligned with a gospel mindset. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm not saying God chooses this political issue or this one. I'm saying certain political issues, it's kind of cut and dry. It's like, yeah, this is not a godly thing, mm-hmm. you know? And like, in, in no sense did she say, you know, because I asked, what do you believe in? And no, nothing kind of just resembled anything like, you know, Jesus, Jesus Christ is risen. I'm not saying like she should have a statement of faith right then and there. It's just, you know, kind of like, hey, what's really important to you? And yeah. nothing resembled God. Yeah, yeah. And so like, you want to be equally yoked and like, you know, like if, you know, like Gailey, I think you might have had something about it, but you know, I know she, I knew she was a Christian. It's like if she wasn't, I wouldn't have given it the time of day because it's like, you know, I, yeah, you want to date someone who you think there's a possibility of marriage for, but yeah. if you're not going to end up marrying her, it's it's you know, sometimes you just got to know that social skill. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So, what boundaries and um, goals did you set within your dating relationship? How did you prepare yourself for marriage? <laughs> okay, so boundaries we said bit hardcore ones obviously for the physical aspect because I straight told him nothing below the belt. I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Bad joke. oh no, we gotta cut Bad that joke. one out. Sorry. I'm sorry. That was just a joke. I didn't I didn't mean anything. It was no, just no, like no, the no. boxing. I was very <laughs> upfront from the get go. About being a virgin and staying a virgin because of every in the past of dating people who aren't well, even Christians. That was on a first date too. You also said stuff that I was like, oh my gosh. But anyways, <laughs> I do. That. So that I set a hardcore boundary because I was like, I- I'm not willing. I mean, I've waited 29 years. I'm not willing to sacrifice that now. Yeah. And then yeah. let alone our goals we set were just was everything had to do with our our faith. Like I told him. Church was obviously important to me, and going, uh, continue going as many times as I already went was what I did. I said, "You don't have to go with me, but I'm going to." Because I set that, I set that standard, so I wasn't gonna let that fall for yeah. myself. And then it naturally happened that it, it became a couple thing for us to go together. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing was communication. We literally talked about everything before we got married like i don't think there's a subject we didn't talk about even Mm -hmm. before getting engaged we his dad would always be like well how does she feel about this or what this is a concern and i would tell them be like we already talked about that we talked about that months ago like Hmm. we nothing was left unknown because i wanted to make sure i knew exactly what i was getting myself into but what we were setting ourselves up 
for the long term. That, yeah. Because a lot of people will put on a fake face and be like, oh, yeah, I believe that. Or, oh, yeah, oh, yeah let's not, that's a taboo subject. Let's yeah. put that to the side and talk about it at a later date, which someone would try to do to me. And I'd be like, no, we're talking about this right now because if we don't hash it out and make sure we're on the same playing field, yep. it's going to cause major issues. Because I told him that. It's like, and he felt the same way about getting, once you're engaged, there, you can obviously turn back, but if you've already made that commitment, mm-hmm. you're getting married. Yeah, yeah exactly. you're already, you already bet. You already put yep. that promise down <laughs> that you should have everything figured out before you even engaged yeah. that person. And so that yeah, was a true. that was a big thing for us is we figured it. I don't want to say figured it out, but we hashed a lot and talked a lot of like everything from our faith to politics to social issues to kids to future stuff like before. I mean, a month or two into dating, we had already talked about all that nasty stuff that most people are, like, married. And you're like, well, what about this? And they're like, uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like Topics we, people avoid. Yeah. Yeah, we, we dealt. And like, what are your expectations in these areas that, you know, mm-hmm. like, once we're married, what are your expectations? Because that kind of, you know, and the thing well, is, we're not the first married. people to get married. And, <laughs> you know, it's just like, when you look, when you got, I mean, we've got really good marriages we like to I mean you know in-laws and stuff and like you know we've got good marriages and we've got bad marriages that we can learn from yeah so, exactly and you know like I, I was able to talk to some brothers of I don't have brothers you know brothers of Christ yeah you know about it and it's just like you know here's you know here's some stuff that I've experienced in my marriage and so yeah kind of like Kaylee said it's like if you don't bring it up now it's only going to get exacerbated then and also you know so I, I can give you a story, but essentially, you know, like one time I had a, there was a very big, um, I had a very large mental health problem that just happened or like crisis that happened. And the person I was talking to, he was like, Jared, she needs to know this stuff, you know, about like, like when I was having my major faith crisis and all that yeah. stuff. Cause I'm like, I don't know which way is up and down. And, you know, I didn't want to tell Kaylee because the thing is, when Jared gets into a tailspin, he not only tailspins to the ground, he drills into the ground through the center of the earth and out <laughs> the other side in China. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, it's like, a bad place to be. You yeah, and then into space ad infinitum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was the thing. It's like, you know, and like what Kaylee said, it's like with the communication stuff, it's like, because it's not fair to hide this stuff from the other person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kaylee was the type of person where it's like, I wouldn't wish that on her. Yeah. You know, like. I mean, not to say that, you know, that's the, but what I mean is like, it's, she deserves better. And so that was kind of the thing. It's like having that open role and then, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. You don't want to spring it on them after you get married or something, all this junk you have. The first time I met Jim, his dad, he looked at me and he goes, you guys are in that newly dating, everything's wonderful, honeymoon. You look at each other through rose colored glasses. And I looked at Jim and I said, no, you're not. Yeah. Your son has been real from day one because that's his personality. And I said, I'm the exact same way. I don't hold back. I don't put on a fake face anymore. I said, I am who I am. And there's nothing, there's no rose colored it to any, either one of yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he was talking about how kind of like, he, he made a comparison to spring breakup about how like when the snow melts and all you see is the cracks in the dirt. And it's like, yeah, dude, it's been that way since like day two. Yeah, was the same way with us. People were always like, oh, rose colored glad you guys are in the honeymoon no. dating phase. Yeah. We're like, nope. <laughs> we didn't talk about everything. You, know? you feel like you excel so much faster that way. Mm-hmm. And you get so Because much you're dating with a purpose. Well, and that's exactly, you know. Yeah. 
and that's and that's what happened. It's like you know when I realized when I'm hearkening back to that when I realized I wanted to marry her, it was like when I realized like you know kind of like Mulan, where it's like the emperor's talking about like you know <laughs> like a, a talking about a rose, you know, and it's like the it's the most beautiful flower of all, and the captain's like, "What?" He's like, "You don't see a girl like that every dynasty," you know, and it, it was in the sense of like, you know, kind of like what you're saying. You once I've noticed like there's room for us to accelerate here, not accelerate, but you know, room for us to grow. Like when there's a situation, and she's because Kaylee's an industrious person, you know, she will take what she has and make something out of it. And that's what I really, that's what I really like kind of, because at first, you know, I was trying to marry someone with a career because I like Porsches and having not worry about my finances. <laughs> and, you know, Kaylee's, Kaylee's career path was not very lucrative, but it was like when I noticed that, well, yeah, but she's got a paid off truck. She's, you know, she's got this, you know, she's got all this stuff and she's really good with her money. Not that, you know, I make more than her, but I'm also terrible with mine yeah you know? <laughs> and it's just like you know, like she's industrious with that you yeah know? she's got a lot of self-discipline and she's ready to mm-hmm. grow these things you know and turn it around it's just like dude like she's got the character i want on my team yeah yeah you want to be partnered up with yeah yeah she's got what you don't and right. you got what you don't right or die that's that's how you checking a fat bank account <laughs> <laughs> part of your wedding what was the most memorable moments and finally what advice would you give to yourself if you could do it all over again okay i'm answering all of this no i want to answer mine nope. too <laughs> you both get a shot oh so i would say the most memorable moments have the most special part was standing at the altar just looking because all i could see was him like his face because you're obviously so close it was you're like looking at that person and all you're looking at their eyes you can't see the 150 people behind you and you can't see well, the six people beside you all you see is pastor's you. red face or yeah. pastor's red face like yeah. all you yeah. see is each other and like it's a weird yeah like feeling it's not weird you but just tunnel it tunnel yeah it's like it tunnel vision with yeah. the two of you and you're just like holy crap i'm marrying this person especially for me because i'm like i've waited 30 years to get this moment and it's yeah. actually and i got this one <laughs> and then that i would say that's just the most special and the most memorable because the rest of it was kind of like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cool it's yeah. like whatever it's a wedding <laughs> can i go um, home please yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and then Jared's the, most memorable. <laughs> I've been thinking about the last. No. Shut up. The last, the, the I kick myself, but the, my advice would be to me or anybody else is to do it the way you want to do it. I did it the way everyone else wanted me to do it. Just like everybody else behind me told me to not do it that way, because you try to appease everybody around you and make sure everybody's happy. And if I could do it all over again. I would do it the way I wanted to do it originally and have it just be immediate family, a couple people in a very special place. And I didn't get, like, I kicked myself for not doing it that way Yeah. because I wanted to try to make sure everybody and their brother could come because no one would be hurt or mad. And, <laughs> like, it was still fun because it wasn't a cra- yeah. like super crazy, but I, if I would go back and change that, I would do it a because yeah. yeah, in the end it's all about you too so you know well that's... and i didn't i got to miss i missed out on that because it was so big just like everybody else is like you don't yeah. get that and, and then you have that obligation of hosting 
Because mm-hmm. you're the main event, but yeah. also yes, because everybody and their brother wants to come talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. leave me alone. Yeah. Or everybody wants to take a picture with you, and it's like, I don't care about having a picture with you. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you in my normal life. Why do I care about having you in my wedding yeah. album? They just want to be able to say they were there. Okay, that was just a photographer doing that. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. It was a lot of different people doing that. So yeah. I would definitely tell anybody younger to not cave let if you have an idea in mind of what you want do it because you're not mm-hmm. going to get a second chance to do it and you're yeah. going to kick yourself for not doing it the way you wanted it yeah so yeah i'd say the same thing um like the thing i remember the most and it still replays in my mind was looking into kaylee's eyes because they're you know quivering a little bit and like you yeah. know big big black pits like this <laughs> so poetic. It started out really cute. Yeah, it sounded really cute, and then it just got pits. But I mean, like the big black, the big black with like the you know, you know, the, her, her pupils were like in mass. Thank you. There you go. Her, I, I forgot eye words. Um, so, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Your eyes were as brown as small potatoes. <laughs> yeah, I think this is it. Can we want some wine, please? Yeah, so I'm So, like, it's just, you know, like, her, yeah, the, the pupils are huge, and, yeah, her eyes are beautiful. It was just, like, I still I still think about it. And, I mean, with the wedding stuff, like, I had nothing to do with the planning. And so, what can you yep. say? Um, the end. <laughs> the this is kind of an off-the-wall question, but do you feel like... It what what in what ways was getting married kind of like what other people have described, and in what ways it wasn't. Um, I would say it is exactly like people described, where it's chaotic and crazy, and everybody's butting in, and you're just trying to like keep some sort of peace. Mm-hmm. But in other ways, no one ever described like like even just that special moment of just the two of you or some of the little. I wish people would have like. I mean, Chelsea did tell me big time, do what you want, do what you want, because she got pressured into doing the same doing thing, stuff. and then she had to do it the same way I had to do it, and it's like, you do, you miss out on that intimacy of it, it and it is, it's supposed to be about the two of you, and I, that's why I kicked myself, is because it's like, after we said I do, and we got down, everybody was bum-rushing, and everybody wanted a picture, and it was like, I didn't even get to enjoy that moment, or we didn't get to even have, like, The day a was like... With chores the, with with an altered moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and it, it was really like, like that, set up and cleaned that tear that down. That one like specific moment is so short compared to everything. Yeah. Everything else that That's the only moment I want to remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it, it's like I wish more people. I wish I would have listened to Chelsea more when she told me some of that stuff. And it would that because you do you look back and you're like, wow, I just. I didn't waste it, but it's annoying that everyone else got what they wanted, but I didn't get that specialness that I wanted out of it. Like, my moment was, yeah, five minutes long compared to a 24-hour day. Like, I want, I wanted that intimacy to be longer than just the, at the altar. Like, I wanted yeah. the after the altar and us being a newlywed couple in front of our family to have that same intimacy. Yeah. Aspect yeah. that you don't get with 150 yeah. people. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh, so. 40 or 50. No. It was no. We had over 100 people. Yeah. There was a lot of people. I couldn't see. <laughs> so. What yeah. are some eye openers about your spouse that you've discovered since being married? Mm-hmm. What's What's the toughest <laughs> thing you've had to learn about yourself so far? 
and what areas would you challenge yourself to grow in? So I'll start this one off. Um, oh my God. So I guess really like, so Kaylee and I are very similar people. It turns out um, very opinionated, very uh, stubborn, not stubborn, but like very, not, I don't want to say bullheaded either. Just hard-headed. Hard-headed, yeah. And like, I've got my PhD from the School of Hard Knocks, you know, mm-hmm. or hard heads, but um, <laughs> no, I don't have a PhD. But, um, um, one of the things that, so like during this time, I've been seeing a, uh, a counselor and, you know, like, um, because I had a bunch of work stresses that kind of like, you know, stress management became a thing. And so that's, and also during my crisis of faith, I was seeing him a lot. And so, and honestly, a lot of this time has also kind of turned into discipleship, but that's like a different story. Um, and so one of the things is like, you know, cause I've talked to him it's like, I've realized is like every time I come up with like, you know, when we argue or, you know, it's like literally I'm talking to a mirror, yeah. a very pretty mirror without a <laughs> yeah. um, And like, um, and, and so when, dear heavens, I lost my, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> But one of the things that kind of came up, and it's like, you know, and so, like, as I found my, you know, this newfound faith, you know, or, you know, not newfound, but, like, as my faith has grown stronger, you know, I want to share this with, with Kaylee so much, yeah. you know, like, hey, Kaylee, let's sit down and talk about the nuances of Psalm 82 or something like that. Yeah. And to be honest, like, you know, only Jared wants to talk about that at that time. And I'm not necessarily Psalm 82, but like, you know, like, hey, let's talk about theology and stuff. Yeah. You have to put yourself aside and your wants aside. Yeah. And what it kind of came down to is like, Jared always is right. Or it has to always be right, you know. And it kind of became like, you know, can't you just accept your wife for who she is mm-hmm. and where she's at? And that was kind of the biggest thing that I struggled with was accepting Kaylee. Even though I married her, I never really did that. And so mm-hmm. that when that kind of happened, it was just, it was like a ton of bricks. And I go, oh boy. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't say there has been much eye opening experience. What I would have to say, though, is what I think is cool. Maybe it is an eye opener. But what I think is cool is the communi- how your communication grows. And I'm sure you guys saw this too that. Yeah, you can be best friends and, like, talk and know a lot and, like, talk about everything. But once you hit the marriage side, even outside of the physical yeah. aspect, your intimacy level with your communication, if it's good, grows in such a weird way that you look at it and you're like, oh, my gosh. It can only be accomplished in marriage. Yeah. Only. Yeah, but it's, like, this, it's, this like, a whole, that's exactly yeah. it. It's, like, really cool because you look at each other, like... I even told his mom this yesterday. I said, it, I was telling her stuff about our relationship, and she goes, That is so cool. Cause she goes, It took me and my husband 10 years to get there. Ooh. Oh my God. And I said, We are three months in, and I'm not trying to like go us, but like, <laughs> because we set, well, yeah. God can do, but also like we set that open line of communication before we got Early. married. So all it did is yep. grow after we got married. Jared's not an open book, he's an audio book. He'll tell you no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you're not trying to read them, it's going to keep talking. Yeah. I would have to say the toughest thing is definitely, like, putting, like, figuring out a middle ground and coming to a common where it's not I want, you want. It's what is best for what we want. What do we need? What's best for us? Mm -hmm. Especially for me because being, I mean, how old was I? 29 when we got married. So for 11 years of my adult life, all I had to worry about was me and my wants and my desires and pushing myself forward. But now it's yeah. like, okay, 
I have to put Kaylee aside and figure yep. out what's best for Kaylee and what's best for the Hart's family. Like, what's yeah. best for the both of us, not just yeah, what's best for I got to put Kaylee aside and figure out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But, like, the serving and all that, it's funny. It comes naturally. Like, I don't think any of that's tough, or I don't even think it's a challenge to serve my husband. Like, when you. Especially watching. And it's been a blessing, and I've told Jared this before, getting married older in life, because for 11 years I watched every other girl get married young and do things and be like, oh, that's such a chore, sex is such a chore, cooking is such a chore, yeah. oh, and they don't, like, and then I look at their marriage and I'm like, well, no it's wonder you, you're having such issues in your relationship if you were to be a better servant. Yeah. And it goes both ways, it's not oh, just yeah, girls to guys, but it's yeah. like, if you were to serve him more... He would do exactly, not do exactly what you want, but you would be so much happier. And so I'm actually grateful that getting married later, because I got to watch that for so long that I want to, I was like, okay, I need to do this, this, and this to be a servant to my husband. And everyone at work always asks me stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I was telling one the other day, I said, I iron his clothes as soon as they come out of the dryer. I cook him dinner every night. And he was like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. I wish my wife did that. And I'm like, <laughs> but I like. Well, have you seen the way he dresses? If I don't, it's about having a servant's heart. Like, oh, yeah. do I want to do that? No, well, but and, and also viewing marriages, it's not a win-lose situation. Yeah, it's always, it's a, it needs to be a win-win. If they're supported and loved, I'm supported. No, and that's exactly yeah, yeah. it. That's what I wanted to tell the guy at work. Like, I'm like. I do that because I feel loved dudes, because of the stuff he does for me. I feel so loved that I try to figure out any possible way I can serve him back. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with, like, that's just my role. It's like, that's what I really want to do. And that's yeah. something that kind of came up early in our relationship. Like, once we actually started going steady, like, that's what we were, like, when we were actually dating, it's like, you know, it would be like, you know, Kaylee would do this and then Jerry would do that. And it, it really became like, I love you. I want to serve you. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just like, and, and we're called as Christians to do that. You know, yeah. you know, I mean, Christ served. You know, as Christ served, we should serve too. Um, but in in the sense of like, you know, in our marriage, it's like, and that same thing happened with communications. It's like, you know, Kaylee and I, when, when we talk about something big, and we have, you know, again, you know, she's pointed that way, I'm pointing this way, and so like, you know. It's like I'm starting to, and it's. I found this out. Like I found this out. Yeah, it, it's more like it finally hit me. I finally listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> when it's just like our tips is literally like what she's saying back to me is what I want to. I keep wanting to say back at you, back at you, back at you, because it's just like that's how I feel. And it really <laughs> became like I can't control how Kaylee reacts to me, but I can control how I react to Kaylee. Yeah. And when I make Kaylee feel listened and I make her feel respected. That's when all like when it kind of just like after a while like Kaylee's you know I feel that reciprocated because yeah. it's really kind of like you know we gotta stop the buck somewhere yeah. and, you know and it's just like it, that's like you know you put you start putting down your your firearms and they uh -huh. kind of start doing it too yeah exactly that's a good analogy it's a good yeah. visual well, we don't we don't fight with guns cool. yeah no <laughs> it's just like you were saying earlier you're a mirror of each other yeah. so if you're mm -hmm. gonna do something it's going it's eventually going to be reciprocated yeah. good or bad. Yeah, that's good. So, um, so what are some of the goals you guys have for like the future of your marriage? And what would you, uh, what goals would you encourage other newlyweds to have? 
I think it comes down to not. I don't want to like put the stereotype of your age, like your age, and here are your goals. Cliche, but I think cliche. it does because, like, obviously, newly newlyweds that are younger. What goals would you encourage? I would encourage them to really focus. And we were having this conversation last night. I said we're kind of in that weirder spot, especially with the age that I'm at. That you get a bit, you know, there's a bit of an age gap, but yeah. Well, but not people just... People think I'm older, though. Not just an age gap, but I we're at that point where it's like a normal, like you guys, normally newlyweds, you're not thinking, talking about family right away. You're focused on you two. Yeah. Whereas for us, it's completely different because of my age, we're more jumping at and like, yeah, normally you'd have a few years of married life and then you'd start talking about kids, but it's like we're talking about kids already yeah. because we're at... So, for me, I would encourage newlyweds, really depending on their age, like if they're young, like your guys' age, I would tell them, focus on you two, focus on Mm -hmm. your spirit, like you should always focus on your spiritual walk. Yeah. Focus on building a solid foundation, the two of you, and enjoy that time that it's just the two of you because you don't get that back. Mm -hmm. Whereas if it's someone closer to my age, I would encourage that, but I would also encourage, like, Make sure you guys are talking about the future and planning for it because the future is right in front of you. Yeah, completely. Whereas you guys, the future is farther in the distance, so it's like you have more time to prepare and you should prepare, but someone older in their 30s, I'd be like, make sure you guys have that solid foundation set long before you even get married because you're going to be taking it at a way faster pace than someone who's in their who's 20 versus someone who's 30. But for us and our goals is right now we're trying to do the house, get a house together. 401k and retirement is actually a huge thing in the part of our life right now that we're setting up for ourselves and our future Future and even future kids. Like where financial is a big one be that we've been focusing on and getting ourselves really set up for. Spiritual, it needs to be bigger part, but I think we're, we've been definitely incorporating it more and more in between the two of us. We've been having a lot more talks about stuff and about, I don't want to say theology because then he's going to get say magic word. <laughs> I think just the biggest goal is us to never become stagnant, to yeah. always be growing with each other and be always be pushing each other to, to grow with one another. That that's our biggest goal, whether it be financial, spiritual, our family, our dreams. Yeah. Like my dreams as kids, his dreams as kids, but also his career. And so well, we're yeah. talking about both of those things. I, th- I think our dreams are really, they're the same, but they're weighted different, different mm-hmm. ratios. Mm-hmm. Like she wants kids and I want kids, but I think the kids will cost me in this regard. Like cost me as in like cost us toward the benefits to cost ratio and be kind of different. Like we should slow down versus her. She's like, you know, like for example, with the kids, it's like, I honestly think, that if we have kids now, like our our foundation hasn't settled yet as just the two of us in a couple as a couple. Yeah. But Kaylee kind of views it as she kind of views it. It's like I can. She respects that and she thinks, well, I think you know, because I have a history of like kind of like just prolonging the decision until it's time. For to prolonging children. men that'll and that'll procrastination. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's as a fear of like failure when it tends or turns out being like, remember when you engaged? We got engaged. How you just like. You know, after that, like, so when I bought my ring, um, people were, other customers wanted to come talk to me because I was shaking. No, it was my like, ring, not yours. 
well, sorry, when I bought her ring, yeah. Oh, I yeah. I was shaking like I had Parkinson's. Mm-hmm, disease, me too. I remember that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was scary. Yeah, it was, it was terrifying. <laughs> and so, like, but anyway, like, she understands, like, you know, like, I see what you're trying to get at there, Jared, but I think it's not, that risk is not necessarily a risk. And yeah. heck, you know, she brought it up, maybe having a, and I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't, if you have marriage, relationship problems, you should not be talking about having kids. Like, yeah, it's yeah, not like, that's It's not flexible, you know, yeah. slapping <laughs> on that, you know, exactly. Yeah. It's like, let's have kids. <laughs> that's no, the but solution, she's like, no. what you see as a challenge, like, I'm actually starting to see as like, you know, like a, as a risk, I'm starting to see as a challenge. Yeah. You know, like this could actually help us grow together because oh, now yeah. I see the two of us versus this thing mm. or these things. You know, and so it's kind of like we have the same goals. It's just different weights, and 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 that's the thing too. It's like when you're dating someone, you know, you guys should have similar goals. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Well, you should have the same ultimate goal. Well, the same. There ultimate might be goal. tweaks to it, but you should have the same yeah. ultimate goal. Yeah. You'd be on the same page. Because otherwise, sure. you're not on the same page. Yeah, and it's all about being equally yoked. You know, if I exactly. have, if I have you know one ox pulling this way, one ox pulling that way, the only thing I have is a broken harness. And yeah. I'm stuck in the mud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, as you were saying with like the whole, uh, as Kaylee was saying with the older couples getting married, being on, like making sure you're on the same page. Because when I think yeah. of that, I think of like your guys' parents, Ricky and B. you know, they were much older. Well, Ricky was younger, but, but B was, old. she was older. And Ricky's so they had like to be. already old. Like in his, like, he's, he's an old mature. man. Dude, yeah, he's, he's like 80 at heart. They, had to, they went adjusted. at a, more of a faster pace exactly. people would look at it go you're crazy but yeah. you have to look at it and go I'm not 20 years old exactly have to... time's a little shorter yeah so yeah. they went into it being on the same page and like having the same goals and just going right into it you know that's, so yeah that's where like personal maturity comes into play yeah, yeah. Well, and one of the most profound things you know or a very profound thing that Kiri brought up was about how she's really glad about how you know we got married when she was at her age and I was at my age and honestly, I couldn't agree more because the stuff I put her through, you know, if she, if she was any younger, she would have lost it. <laughs> she and needed the extra maturity to yeah. handle you. Well, <laughs> well I don't, she's not my, I mean, my dad calls her my handler, but no, she's not, oh, no. She's not my handler. She's well, her husband and wife. The problem is, but, it's with most young people, is unless you're going to grow and mature together, yeah. You're going to have major issues. So it's like if you're older in life, the nice thing is hopefully the both of you have matured. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and yeah. The thing is, I, what I really loved about Kaylee is she was always there for me when I needed her. And she would always grow. She would grow with me. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like when you're given a challenge to grow and you don't accept it, that is not admirable in any sense of the means. In fact, yeah. it's actually uh, – it's is disappointing at best yeah you yeah. know and and that's the thing it's like and so if you find someone that's like you know when you're being challenged like that's what i loved about kaylee it's like when i was being challenged you know she was she was there with me at the plate yeah and you know and if i was any younger oh boy yeah, <laughs> i was a jerk oh <laughs> old jerk what's the best piece of advice that you've received about marriage and what is a piece of advice you mm. would give I had a really good answer. Could you forgot it? Yeah. My, I would say the best piece of advice I got was from Ricky and Mom, mm. saying as long as you put God first, it will work out. It might not be the easiest road, but it will work out. You put God first and your spouse second, and I think that's true. That's like, it's 
stupid it's to say it that way or it sounds stupid to say it that way because it's such a cliche generic no brainer good person then everything will work out but it really is if you watch the couples who have put god first and then their spouse second yeah their road's not perfect and the road's not the easiest but they have this sense of calmness to their relationship yeah, that, versus those mm-hmm. around that haven't and you look at them and you're like there's a peace in their life yeah because it's God's like they first. can still yeah. be christians but you look at their marriage and their road's been way rockier or when yeah. they hit those rocky moments it's way more turbulent that's why you never raptor but if you look at those Off-roading. the christian those couples moments? who have legit put god first and then each other second when they've hit those those really hard knocks in life and you look at their relationship they grew even more and yeah. it wasn't as turbulent it was, there was a sense of peace to their relationship and that's I would just say Ricky told me it and he told me it in previous relationships that he was like you have to make sure you're doing what's best for you but also you make sure that you're cert- like put God for it. he just kept saying that it's so, it's so simple yeah. but it's so true mm-hmm. And that's honestly what I would tell any couple or any marriage, like any marital advice I would give is just that, that one communication, but two, like, or one, putting God first, but two, communication, communication, first, communication. putting God first. Yes. But really, it's as easy as that. Like, life's not that hard to figure out if you do it the right way. Yeah. So. And the one thing I like, even like when you're talking about putting God first, it's like marriage outside of the realm of the confines of being in a covenant relationship before God or, and, uh, or you know, whomever your deity is, but before God, you know, like it makes no sense in any other facet. Why would I want to commit to someone? Yeah. You know, yeah. if, why would I, who am I forming a covenant relationship before? A piece of paper? Yeah, exactly. Why? Piece of paper. Like, what's the point? Exactly. Then? Like, is it a tax benefit? Yeah, that's right. It? Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. It's the like, God thing. When it's, yeah, and, and when I say every deity, like, what I mean is, like, you know, you know, for those, but I mean, we all, anyway. what i mean is it's just like you know if you put god first it's like that's seriously what marriage is it's into the covenant it's bringing together these two people with god and it's you know god created it and it's like it makes and i'm not saying makes no sense but it's just like there's really not a reason for it otherwise yeah and so when you actually use it in its full like in its intention and it's just like it's a beautiful thing it's a great thing yeah yeah and it's it's like i mean because otherwise it's like just do it like you want yeah exactly yeah and, and it kind of goes that goes into absurdity of life without god and all that, that, that. Oh my gosh, um so- the best advice i've got i've received um honestly like i don't i can't remember but when when this happened, so when I was getting ready to, you know, it was, you know, a couple months in and I'm just like, you know, I just wanted to throw these dating glasses away and just be like, dude, she's like, I thought early into the dating relationship, I kind of like, was like, she was, she, she made a lot more sense being my wife than she made sense being my girlfriend, you know, because it was just always like, just whatever life threw at us, she was always there and it wasn't just, you know, some you know, hand holding in the hallway before homeroom type yeah, of thing. Yeah. And so it, it began. So like when I was getting ready to get engaged, I was you know, prepping to ask Ricky, you know, her, her dad yeah. or her first her, uh, stepdad. Yeah. You know, and um, <laughs> I was going to, you know, and, you know, I kind of knew the answer was going to be, and, and the hilarity is he never said this, but it kind of, you know, what Kaylee told me, he's going to say, it's like, do you love her more than God? And then that kind of became, 
that kind of what set me on this huge crisis of faith. It's like, well, do I know God is real? Do I know Jesus is who's God? Did he exist? Blah, 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 blah. And all that stuff. And it became a tailspin. But on the other side of it, that's like kind of this crucible that proves me a lot in like my faith and to where I was like, yes, he is. And I know that she was provided to me or no, she was put here by God. Like I know that God wants like, like, or, you know, like this, our relationship brought me this, like, you know, pull me out of a lot of stuff. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying our relationship, but the Holy Spirit used this relationship exactly. to pull me through a lot of stuff and all praise to him. Yep. And so, and it, that just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was just like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. this is the right thing to do here. Yeah. And, 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 and so, like, I guess the best kind of advice I got was like, you know, it's just, yeah, like, do you actually, like, do you love God more than her? Yeah. It's a good and, question to ask. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. So, kind of tying into that last one, if you could give five habits that make a good marriage, what would those be? Mm-hmm. Brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that should just be a. <laughs> yeah. So, five, like, I'd say the first one obviously has to be spiritual, that you have some sort of spiritual habit, not just going to church together on a Sunday, that you need to have some sort of, and not everything works for every couple, like, you know, some couples it's the devotional time together, some it's just talking, some it's Bible study, like, you have to find what works for the two of you, Yeah. like, the two of us, I think it's just talking, talking about scripture and talking about our, the way we interpret stuff, it's not necessarily reading together, because we're two totally different people and we view things totally different ways. So trying to sit and read a devotion together is a lot harder because it clashes more. Yeah. But just talking things through. And then the second would be, it'd be still communication, but an open line of communication where you can go to each other and literally be able to hold nothing back that you should be able to tell that person anything and everything and just yeah almost whether they like it or not (laughs) yeah sometimes it hurts yeah and you shouldn't have that you shouldn't have to tiptoe you shouldn't have to hide you shouldn't be able to go to that person you can do it in a loving way though yeah you don't want to be so brutal but yeah you still got to be yeah never never point fingers or i mean the not using you statements really goes a long way yeah i mean not to say that everyone should sound like sound like a therapist but it's just like you know when you when you like i noticed when people use you statements when they're in an argument it's just like it's getting ugly well, yeah. we've, we've established this habit when it's stuff like that and he views something one way and I view something another way. We do it to both of us. We look at him and we say, I understand what you're saying and I understand where you're coming from. Because even if you don't agree with it, they at least know way. you're hearing you, mm-hmm. the other person. And you're not just like in one ear and out the other until you can spill your side of the story. My like, head whistles when she talks. what would be your third my third would be servitude like having a servant's heart that you should always have a servant's heart with your spouse that not just their needs become yours but it's like find those little ways that you can make their day better he does he does all these little things that i told him that is what makes my heart melt it's not the big big gestures that i'm like oh my gosh but it's like the little surprises it's Mm -hmm. the little I told him making the bed. I like I don't know why, but making when I come home and he's made the bed, it makes me like the happiest person in the world. Because I like yeah, when they go out of their way to do even a little thing to help you, you feel it makes you feel so happy, and that's like 
a servant's heart. I'm just yeah. trying to figure out those little things that on the daily you can do to help them. It's a fourth. Well, I mean, yeah, communication was, was one of the things um, you said. So you said servitude, communication, and kind of just like, you know, the spiritual plan, putting that there. I mean, like, and the other, another thing is, too, is like playing to each other's strengths, you know, and not like, because the thing is, like, Kaylee's a lot better at stuff than I am. And, you yeah, know, when she, steps in, when she steps into my field, I let her know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She never, she never really talks about electrical engineering things, so I can't really... So, like, amplifying the gifts that God has exactly. given you. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah playing to each other's strengths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to figure out who's the weakness, and it's, like, Mom told us that a long time ago, but Ricky reiterated it, about finances, like that in itself. Figure out who's the strength and who's the weakness, and let the strength or take over. not necessarily that. It's, like, if you know this person's really good at it, and you're kind of, like, just give it to them. But that's, that's well, then, then well, I'm, I'm not saying like, well, because you can have two people that are really strong with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know with us, it's like he he builds me up in the areas that I don't know. Like, yeah, that, uh, that's, and that's actually and that kind of yeah, exactly. That's actually really good to do it. It's like make an area for them to flourish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and so yeah. Um, what would the last one be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wanted to say some of the communication things. It's like one of the rules I have with myself is like, you know, a lot of times when, so when we talk, it's typically when we're in bed, you know, like when we're getting ready to go, go to yeah. bed. Uh, because, you know, you get home from work, you cook, you clean, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then by the time everything's winding down, it's like, crap, I got to go get up and six hour, mm-hmm. eight hours. Rinse you and know. repeat. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> and so whenever we have a discussion and let's say, you know, especially you know, when discussion becomes like, you know, a not listening match, you know, yeah. or like if it, you know, you start to notice a division and it's kind of like, or when it becomes an argument, it's like, don't hang up until you guys can at least have a bridge between the two of you. You know, you don't necessarily, it's not necessarily like don't go to bed angry, although that's always a good thing to do is don't go to bed angry. Yeah. But the thing is, if you didn't go to bed and you're sleep deprived, you're going to be angry, angry. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But like, you know, like one thing is like at least be able to say the sentence, I can understand where you're coming from. Or, you know, thank you. I can see that. Like, you know, there's been times where she'd been telling, talking to me and I'd get quiet. It's like, what? So, like, empathy. Yeah, empathy. And it's just like, or, you know, just acknowledge what they're trying to say because yeah. you don't want to wake up, you know, with that awkward morning. It's like, you know, we went to bed just, like, we're not husband and wife in that moment. Yeah. You know, it's just, there's this person in my bed and I'm mad at her. <laughs> you know? I would say yeah. my fifth thing would be, it's stupid, but going to bed together at the same time because I mm-hmm. established that, we established it in our dating where we'd get on the phone and both talk until we went to sleep every single night. And then I we I told him that when we got married that I was like, we're going to bed at the same time together. Because one, that's their time to have an intimate moment where there's nothing else happening and you can talk to it, the two of each other. But also, once kids are in the picture, yeah. that is your mm-hmm. one time a day and just think, the two of I you. I think in, so instead of getting bed together, it's more like have that dedicated time for each other and yeah. prioritize that time with each other. So like Kaylee's hobbies, Kaylee likes to watch TV in bed. My hobby is I like to play video games. Yeah. And the thing is, it's just like, you know, is this taking me is this taking time away that I can spend with my wife to be with her and to actually be husband and wife and not cohabitants? Yeah. 
And so, yeah, like prioritizing like an actual, not time together, a productive quality yeah. time. Yeah, I really like that that's one of your guys' uh, – that's your fifth point because that – I feel like a lot of, just from what I've seen, a lot of couples don't figure that out until yeah. it's too late. Until like 10 years And that's a good years. foundational piece to have, I believe, before yeah. you before you incorporate the kids. Because, yeah, well, exactly. I mean, well, it's super important. Yeah, because you hear about those parents, you know, it's like they had kids, like, you know, right after they got married. And by the time they're empty nesting, it's like... They don't know who each other are. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They don't so even true. know each other. Because yeah. they never set time aside to talk. They never set date nights aside, you know. Yeah. yeah. It was all about the kids, you know. It, yeah, that's very true. And actually, that kind very of wise. Another good advice I got was like, you know, one of the things I'm very proud about from my dad, it just kind of reminded me, you know, whenever whenever we, you know, harass mom, like, you know, just kind of get really tooty with her, my dad would scream and say, that is my wife, mm-hmm. you know, and he always made a point of, you will never get between me and her. Yeah. Ever. And, you know, and it's like, we, she is my first. You yeah. are my kid. It's only yeah. my first guy, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, like, it's, me and her, yeah. and then us and you. It was, it was us before there were you. Exactly. You know? it's, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's and, a man and, right there. And then kind of going <laughs> back to, you know, going, and that kind of plows back into, we will dedicate time for each other. Yeah. You know, whether, and, and it's whether we like it or not. It's yeah. like, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm, I like to do my own thing and, you know. It's crucial. She's that's... normal too, so, yeah. That's awesome. I think one, you're you're prioritizing each other and having that intimate time with one another where there's no other distractions, but two, you're ending the day together. Because yeah. you typically can't really start the day together, especially when you both work. Yeah. But Different when schedules. you end the day together, it's like you yeah. wrap it up. That's your present that yeah. you wrapped up and it's like End it on a good note and yeah. you know Or just ended it on on the like you ended it on the same raft together yeah you know it doesn't have to be a good note it's just at the end of the day we are still team us yes team Mm -hmm. last name team heart yeah (laughs) takes a lot of heart that's what he always says he goes go team heart (laughs) (laughs) well uh i just wanted to say thank you for doing this with us it's gonna be be really awesome seeing the don't forget to edit out that part (laughs) (laughs) that people Uh, are gonna listen to this and be able to be encouraged by these testimonies so again thank you and that is going to be it for part two of our relationship. You guys are awesome. Yes. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>